Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. What is something you think is underrated? Well, speaking of what we were just talking about, I'd say nature. Oh, shit, yeah. man. I just think, it's not even that it's under, I just think it's an easy thing to forget. I think living in the city, it's easy to go months without being like, oh, I haven't like connected with nature in any yeah. way. Mm. And I made a resolution this year to camp at least once a month. Oh, wow. Just, yeah. yeah, just in an effort to be like, I used to like camping. I've lived here for like six or seven years. I haven't camped very much when I've been here, like only right. once or twice. So yeah. I was like, I'm just going to do it. So I've gone once a month this year. It's been really, really Where'd nice. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Colorado. That's awesome. Uh, I was going to guess yeah. that. I was about to be Fuck. like, hold on, bro. What, yeah. Where's this fool from? That's part of it. Running through your veins. I lived in a teepee in the woods for three months in Colorado. Did you really? Yeah, it's I was just trying college. to do cultural appropriation. Yeah, I was just kind of trying to get that <laughs> right. out. No, it was when I was nine years old. I Wait, just... when you were nine? Wait, were you solo? Living no, 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 no. Oh. I was with my family. Okay. <laughs> I like the idea of but... like nine years old. I was like, no, when Fuck I was it. Nine years old, I was living in the Bay Area. And my mom moved me and my siblings to Colorado. And I don't know if this was made clear to us, but we didn't have a place to live. And then wow. we just lived on this property in the woods for three months with no electricity, no running water. And it was one of the most formative like experiences of my life in, yeah. a, in a positive way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just when, like, you, when you say it was a teepee, was it like one of those, was it shaped like a teepee and you like would have a fire in the middle that would go up? No the, fire, but it okay. was shaped like a teepee. And yeah, we just, actually, there was like a stove in the middle. You're right. Actually, there was a stove in the middle to heat it right. up and Very we lived cool. in there. Yeah. That's awesome. Had some, got sick. I got Rocky Mountain fever from a tick. Oh, wow. What's, what yeah. was that like? It's like... 105 degree fever for a week it was like very very brutal wow it was like the sickest i'm just hallucinating all day every day just going crazy it was pretty brutal how many uh brothers and sisters you have i had 10 and only eight made it over the summer no no i I have (laughs) the donner family (laughs) no i have two full siblings and then a half sibling and they were all there with me oh wow it was fun yeah it was a really like I don't want to dwell, dwell on it, but it was a formative part, point yeah, of my life. Yeah, that's very cool. Well, yeah. nature, yeah, it's one of those things, too, where they say even people who are able to just interact more with nature, trees yeah, even, yeah, yeah. are like just score a little bit higher and like overall well-being to a Yeah, I think so. it really, you know, affects you in ways that you can't quantify at first. And yeah. then you're just like, oh, I just feel better or something. Just yeah. being in nature, going on a hike for an hour is not a big Who'd deal. Who'd have thought? I mean, we're of who, the earth. Who knew? You know? Mm. Uh, and finally, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? I'm actually going to go the opposite. Something that people might think is false that I know to be true. Hell yeah. I Perfect. got hypnotized to help with something. And I would have thought that hypnotism doesn't work. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not into astrology. Like, I, I'm really not into a lot of stuff that LA is defined by. But I got hypnotized for a fear of flying and it straight up fixed me. What? Yeah, I've had a fear really? of flying pretty much my whole life. Mm, About mm. two, two, two and a half years ago, I got hypnotized, and flying is not a problem for me anymore. Really? Now you're a yeah. pilot. I'm a pilot now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fighter. Jet I'm pilot. flying every day. But no, because I think in my mind, hypnotism was these kind of, you know, was I would put it in the same realm as like astrology or something or that's like kind of like fake. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. But it actually is more scientific than that. And it basically just, my fear of flying and a lot of people's fears is you know, your brain taking a mechanism, fear, that was designed for like, you know, like a tiger or like, yeah. you know, stress response hormones with something that is an actual danger. Survival, And yeah. it's putting it onto something that isn't dangerous. Right. Planes, even though they feel dangerous and, you you know, obviously they are to a certain degree, but your brain is being like, this thing is going to kill me. Right. And it just rewires your brain so you're no longer thinking that. 
And it really helped. And I can fly with much more ease than I used to be able That's to. That's amazing. Yeah. So it really did help me. So that's just something that I was always hesitant about. And then my ex-girlfriend convinced me to do it. And it was a really good Is help. it one of those things that d- does it work with everyone? or Because d- I know people, if you're overly cynical or you might not even nor typically meditate or, or something like that. close your might eyes not be as while effective. the guy's doing the thing in front of your face, like swinging the <laughs> I would have considered myself quite cynical about right, it. Right, and right, right. Did you go me. into it, but did you go into it being like, this isn't going to work? Or did you go and be like, I need, I need to sort I need this, this out? To I was in the middle. I was <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, so what it is, is like, they basically, she interviewed me for like three hours about flying and like oh, wow. how I think what, feel like about Watchmen flying. or something? Yeah, it was like a Watchmen type thing. I was in a sphere with video playing all around me 360 degrees. Are you or have you ever been part of the seventh cavalry. I was fully <laughs> nude. All my holes were plugged. Electrodes everywhere. All my holes were plugged. It was just a normal conversation. And then, yeah, basically, like, she's basically looking into my brain to see how I talk about flying right, and, like, the, yeah, the, and, like, specifically are. the words that I use, you know? Because then what she does is she hypnotizes me. It was like a 30 minute hypnosis. I'm lying down. And it's just like using my words about talking about flying and kind of mapping it onto something that's more positive in my life as opposed to something negative and kind of doing all these things. And then she records that. And then I listened to that every night for like a month when I went to sleep, like the 30 minute thing. Okay. And then now, and then I stopped listening to it every night after like a few months. And then now whenever I get on a plane, I just listen to that at the beginning of the flight and then I'm good the rest of the flight. Okay. Oh, okay. So you still have like a little bit. You don't have to, but it does help. for you personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it, I mean, I would say it worked. Okay. I, uh, I know people who have done it for smoking and other stuff. Yeah, and, I know somebody who yeah. did it for smoking. Did it work sure. for them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, they began smoking, though, again, uh, not because like the, the hypnosis failed them. They just had a very stressful point in their life, and they're like, I, I'm going to start smoking for a second. <laughs> hey, uh, I've decided to start smoking. But yeah, yeah, yeah but not. it's like, no, right. no, but for a long time, I think it was like two years or something, wow. and it was, but it was like on a dime, basically. Wow. Right. But then afterwards, it was, you know, personal shit going on. It's like, I got to sure. get myself the, the sweet, sweet release of nicotine. Now, what what does it feel like while you're being hypnotized? Because I feel like people assume it's just like you go away or something, but right. it's just like It was just like a deep kind of meditative right? sleep yeah. type thing. And okay. then when I listen to the thing, I'm fully aware of all of it. It's right. not like it right. all of a sudden makes me go You don't start out. barking like a dog. Well, yeah, because no. all of our associations are, you are getting sleep. Right. right. It's not quite like that. Right. It's just like your brain is thinking this thing is scary, and let's kind of shift that a little bit. Yeah. Now, do your eyes turn into whirly things like in cartoons? They do. Oh, like okay. those spirals? Yeah, yeah. spirals. Yeah. That yeah. does happen. And that is okay. one of the best parts. Yeah, that is actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It's made out of a lot of par- parking tickets. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you want to do that? <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break to uh, talk more about The Matrix. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, Nick, what's overrated? Here's the thing. I think you hinted to the fact that you want to talk about this same subject mm. that I have. As an overrated. For my overrated. Great. Later on in the show. Let's do it. Should we do it now or should we wait? Well, whatever we can do. Let's, Let's just do hit whatever. it out of the park. What's going on? Okay. Hit me with it. You, you guys watched a holiday movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the difference is your holiday movie is a theatrical release mm. with stars in it. Yes. Yes. Um, my beef is kind of with the lower rated. Um, you have beef with the trash holiday movies? I do very much. Wow, sir. I mean, do you know where you are? Again, you're I, at the Griffin at a Republican fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Um, I kind of look at it like pornography, right? That uh, like the Hallmark 
of type we make way too much films. of it Absolutely. and we don't need <laughs> literally any of it because we have them yeah we have you know more trash holiday movies than you could ever watch mm-hmm in uh, you know a million December's. Can yes. you cite some specific examples of like? Oh yeah, the Christmas are... Prince, okay, the Holiday oh. Nutmeg, the b- the, the boy in the bubble, <laughs> the boy in the bu- bubble, the, boy. Hol- the Holiday Chance, uh, a nightmare, a night, the Secret a night Wish, Christmas. yeah, uh, uh, Freddie got, got pr- fingered, the Princess Switch, uh-huh. the Princess, Princess Switch, Switch is a good one, out. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That I mean, yeah. they're terrible movies. Yeah, that are um, like so I watched, formulaic. One was I was the what? night before Christmas with Vanessa Hudgens. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Netflix. Uh, I, I was work. Truth be told, I was working on a script, and I'm just gonna look. I don't know if it's going anywhere. So I'm just gonna say the title. Hey, congrats! It was called Single All the Way. Oh, wow. okay. Hell yes! And this is free IP for Mar Vista Productions. Uh, Cause y'all pitched it to y'all and then you passed. So fuck y'all. Uh, anyway, What's have you sp- written one of these before? Yeah, I've dabbled, you know, with uh, Her Majesty, my partner. We because we watch a lot of Hell trash movies yeah. and we go, let me see, like, how can we turn this up? Like, we could write a script because yeah. it's so it's so formulaic, exactly. like you say. It really is devoid of the thing we realize in writing one. The second you try and deviate, I'm like, well, see, that's what them lame ass shits do. Yeah, it starts becoming bad. Actually, because uh-huh. the genre itself needs to be so painful, painfully like uh, obvious, and you telegraph everything that it's like paint by numbers. Yeah, the <laughs> second you try and be like, man, what if I paint it outside? It's like, no, no, it's in the perfect shape of Darth Vader's face, <laughs> and you start painting over here. Now, what the fuck is that? And we don't know. It's confusing. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting. I watched Holiday in the Wild a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the one uh, with. Kristen Davis and Rob Lowe. Oh, okay. And it's a formulaic, uh, like rom com thing, but also hardcore into like elephant conservation. Ah, they spend so much time on it, and it is a real, a real deviation of the form. I'm sorry. When we talk about why it's bad, Mm -hmm. you're just saying it's the sheer volume and the lack of original. Well, no, they're all bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. You know, um, but I'm saying they're like bad saying get in rid the of way. Junk food. It's like, how dare you, sir? <laughs> but it's like, but it's not that any, no one should enjoy them. Yeah, of yeah. course we should. I just don't think we need to make so many new ones. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's out there. They're not getting any better. Yeah, but it's purely If you just like, watch all last year's that you didn't see, I I've already seen all last year's. Dip- <laughs> All of them. Yeah, you saw Same. all thirty lifetimes. I watched well, all thirty. You Netflixes. mean the forty night, forty days of Christmas on Hallmark Channel okay. event? Yeah, yeah. I've, I caught about thirty six <laughs> for sure. See, I haven't, I haven't done the Hallmark ones, but I've watched oh. a fair number of the Netflix ones. Uh-huh. I put my relationship in jeopardy to watch all them. Fucking movies, <laughs> I was like, respect the mark. They don't do magic in their shows. That's a specific thing about Hallmark ones. They don't fuck with magic. Really? Oh. Yes, sir. Wow, I, I so do like that. So tell me I don't know about this shit. I do like that a lot. Yeah, their 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 whole thing is like we don't do magic. Yeah. You want magic? No, no, no. You go over to fucking one of these other places. You wow, that's I mean? nice. Yeah. They don't like they don't like spooky or kooky. I just watched Noel on Disney Plus. That's a Disney Plus original original okay. Christmas movie. With Noel Wells? Nope, it is uh, Anna Kendrick. Not about Christmas. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, is she going to be Santa or not? That's the question uh, that drives oh, Anna the Ken- Oh, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it, it Anna Kendrick? Yeah. Um, and no, it is not good. Oh, though. I wasn't correcting like... <laughs> you on your pronunciation. Did you say Anna Kendrick? Yeah, but I don't know which one it is. I don't. I, don't know. I thought you knew something I didn't know. 
until you yeah. immediately oh, no, back no. down. I'm, I'm like, oh, y'all are homies? Like that? I'm just stupid. On the Kindrick. Yeah, in a Kindrick. Oh, that's how you say it. Yeah, I think, you know, the thing for me is the reason I like it is because they're, it's just familiar. It's mm-hmm. like basically watching a Yule Log TV thing where it's just a burning log. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's not going to catch me off, off guard. But I like adding every year maybe new filmmaking techniques or higher resolution of the cameras that are the <laughs> only things that change but i get it it is like poor there's it's 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 a there's a proliferation of this shit is there one good one they're all good i think okay christmas chronicles i think that well that was the one from last year with kurt russell with kurt russell oh i hated that so much in a special way (laughs) okay the cgi santa does not make fake news jokes i'll tell you that much (laughs) not my santa (laughs) (laughs) not my district um, no, there aren't any good ones, but yeah, there, I mean, a Christmas Well, because that's magic too. And that one is like one of my, the things that I, I really despise the most, which is someone having to be like, you're crazy. Santa is real. Right, right, You know, right. and just like, I'm sorry, bud, but we live in the real world. And then they do magic. And then they're and like, Santa's what the real. fuck? No, <laughs> Like shoot thanks. Santa. They're like, bro, this fucking freaky junkie's flying. Pow, <laughs> pow. Get him out the sky. Yeah. I anyway, mean, sorry. No, sorry. but a Christmas prince. We obviously have very different opinions. No, no. A Christmas prince is terrible. And it's just the right amount of terrible mm-hmm. and uh, misplaced, you know, like ignorance in there too. Where oh, it's yeah. like <laughs> reducing all these cultures to the, these weird like uh, like Cold War idea of what Europe is. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I think it's weird. I also have a palate for absolute trash. Mm-hmm. Which is why but this, is, this is why I'm surprised by you too because you and I both watch a lot of reality television. That's true. So how are you like? God, this holiday drivel is too much, uh, sir. Reality television is different. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's some um, movies are movies, yeah. and well, reality television is supposed to be crap. What else? Oh yeah, Turkey, mm. the country. Um, John Bolton. Was at an event for Morgan Stanley. Really great, really great organization. <laughs> um, and made this really interesting statement. He basically said that he, be- uh, I don't know, he's like, he believes that, quote, there is a personal or business relationship dictating Trump's position on Turkey. Just said that okay. out loud. I think it was obvious that something was going on based on how, I think a lot of times you're like, oh, he loves strong men. And the other thing could be like, dude, these strong men all have something on him or whatever. They have, a, they have an ability to like pick at him. Um, and when you look at like sort of the policies that have been going on uh, with Trump and him between him and Erdogan, you can tell like there's some something's weird going on. Like, you know, like two years ago, Erdogan came to D.C. and his goons like just beat up a bunch of protesters. I think like, about that every week. Yeah. And he was like <laughs> and Trump just didn't say anything. That video is monstrous. It's wild. They're straight. One they're of the full craziest on, things I've ever just, seen. Clubbing, like beating, beating the hell out, out of, of protesters, oh out of protesters in the middle of DC. Yeah, on our streets. On our streets. Like they're like, okay. Then that shows and you. And our president sucks his fucking dick. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Sorry, I blacked out. No, you. know you're back. Okay. But it's true. He sucked his dick. Uh, it was. It was just Metaphor. one of those things where he purely had nothing to say. Like mm-hmm. he was just like, eh, I'm not gonna say anything. I don't want to make it hot. Um, and a lot of people have been saying like, okay, what's going on there? There's one. Thing that when you look at sort of how this relationship is working between the two countries, unlike Ukraine that had like the, you know, Rudy Giuliani, Rick Perry, Sondland, Volcker crew working on stuff, 
This one is literally just a bunch of son-in-laws working together. So one is uh, Erdogan's son-in-law, uh, who's been working on diplomacy with Jared Kushner, Trump's son-in-law, mm. and Mehmet Ali Yalsindag, I may may have completely uh, botched his name, who's the son-in-law of Trump's business partner in Turkey, this guy, uh, Aydin Dolgan. So there's like, everybody's got their son-in-laws working together to sort of work on all these different you know, uh, relations between the U.S. and Turkey. Now, uh, I think there are so many scandals going on in Ukraine, obviously has the most momentum. But when you actually really look at sort of what's going on with Turkey, like think about Mike Flynn. He was in trouble for being an unregistered agent, like acting on behalf of Turkey's interests Mm -hmm. and was even like vocally before being like, oh, I don't think we need to arm the Kurds. In the on the border in in Syria, like I don't, I'm actually against that. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? Where did that take come from? Oh right, Turkey. Right. Um, and was even sort of like, yeah, I think we need to like sort out this sort of border dispute with Turkey and Syria. Again, he was vo- he was verbalizing that for Turkish interests. Then you start looking. Trump has substantial business interests in Turkey. There's like a tower there, uh, like the Trump Tower that's licensed, mm-hmm. and Erdogan has basically. Even like shown that he can fuck this up by saying like maybe we need to remove the name from this building as president of Turkey. Like I can also make decisions like that. And so you see there's a little bit of back and forth push pull between those two. You look at how many times the president has sided with Turkey, like completely uh, confusing and confounding like the expert opinions on like what is actually going on or what needs to be done uh, for the, uh, in terms of the U.S.'s interests. Um, and then again, you look at these connections between all these son-in-laws doing their sort of backdoor diplomacy, it starts to get really odd. And then again, Rudy Giuliani shows up also even in Turkey because he has um, a financial interest in Turkey because he's representing this guy Reza Zarab, who is a Turkish-Iranian business person who is in trouble for helping basically evade sanctions. Um, And I think the U.S. is sort of saying like, hey, like Rudy will help you out. Like there's a way we can make this all work. And we can all win. There's just a lot of um, darkness. Um, yeah. And with just the amount of, I, actually, the lack of oversight when you add it all up, you're like, you can only imagine what kind of things that are going on, what transcripts even sound like between those two leaders, um, and what other people might have, uh, you know, other dirt or ideas or had seen things that they're like, this is completely untoward. Hmm. So something to think about. This Thanksgiving. Um, I have uh, been watching 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcel mm-hmm. from Turkey. The, bee, the beekeeper, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm mad at Turkey at the moment. He's a terrible, terrible well, partner. Well, I'm, I'm only to the point where he had a pizza in America he for goes, the first time. And he said, this is bad. In Turkey, our pizza is good. Yeah. But here, this is bad. Also completely different dishes. <laughs> I can imagine. You would never compare a Lama June to a... <laughs> Fucking Domino's pizza. Yeah. But <laughs> look, I can go all day, baby. And I do <laughs> and on my do. new podcast, 420 Day Fiance. <laughs> look for it sometime yeah. in the next few years. Uh, it's actually out now. Oh. Cha-ching! Um, oh, there it is. Let's move on really quickly to Papa John also, who made the terrible decision to be filmed just in general. Mm, yeah. I think he should never be filmed. Every, yeah, real Orson Welles moment. Every photo of him is him sweaty. Yeah, uh, and it's look. I get it. Maybe he has a problem, but I think it's more him being trizashed all the time. Yeah. Um, and this whole thing, he goes on first of all to 
defend himself and what happened with Papa John's. He cl- you'll you'll see this claim of his diet that's fantastic, but also in the true mark of a guilty person who's fucked up, claims he was set up mm. and that his enemies used quote the black community and race to steal the company end quote goodbye. Um, <laughs> let's just hear this uh, this. Twitter clip that everyone put together that's like a greatest hits of some of the things he said. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Living currently in Mark Shapiro should be in jail. He has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. I would just say, stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight down? I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? (laughs) Stay tuned. Yeah, boy. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, they reckon no. we'll Stay come. tuned. Oh, so should we come back when there's something to talk nah, to you keep, about? Keep the cameras rolling. The day reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is. do you want to do a second take on that, No. Nope. One take, John, with the call me. He was, man, I don't know what the fuck. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. Pizza in the morning, pizza for 30 days. <laughs> When you're drunk as fuck, you might be Papa John. (laughs) That's like 1.3 pizzas a day. Thank you for breaking down the math on that. You're welcome. That's a a lot of pizza. What's what's the flex? To say he's had that many pizzas? Yeah. I think he was saying maybe that he's had... I don't know what the flex is. He's on 30 Papa John's now? He's like ordering pizzas from Papa John's, I think. Right. And he's like just like testing the quality and he said something to the effect of like, it's not the same pizza it used to be like whenever he was in charge. Okay, here's my first problem with this. Mm -hmm. You're you're working at Papa John's, right? Mm -hmm. An order comes in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The same order you get every day. It's like, oh, here we go. Oh, it's (laughs) at John's house. You know where his house is. Right. It's half the size of the state. You know, and he's probably like angry. He's like, you know who it is? It's Papa. I'm ordering the usual. And get in the damn son. Yeah. Uh, I would like my pizzas today. Okay, I'm a woman. Okay, well, get, just get my, get my order, son. It's Papa. Like, yeah. Though you think that the workers are like, man, fuck this guy. And yeah, like, just of course like, his pizzas taste bad. They're fucking shit like, at him. Throwing the cheese in one corner of the pie. I'm like, yeah, send it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the quote. It's uh, I've had over forty over forty pizzas. Oh, okay, forty. Wow, more. it could be who? What's over forty? Could be for forty days and forty nights. <laughs> fucking Noah's Ark of pizzas. So I've, I've had over forty pizzas in the last thirty days, and it's not the same pizza. It, it's not the same product. It just doesn't taste as good. Oh wait, but this is something that Schnatter said. Yeah. I've had over thirty six to forty feral pizzas. But no, delivered but that's to my Papa house. John. Is John Schnatter? Oh, okay. Well, I'm an idiot, as we've already established. Well, no, it's, I'm glad that you actually don't know his name. You don't yeah, need to I put that information don't. in your brain. He seemed like a schnatter. I, yeah, is. I thought he'd have, like, I don't know, more of an Italian-sounding name or something. <laughs> you'd, you'd hope that our our, our pizza luminaries. <laughs> our Papa Pizza. Papa John's Authentico. Wait, he's not from Napoli? He's not Napoleon? <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> I mean, maybe that's reductive of me. I don't know, but well, you'd hope, right, that someone, as who, someone whose last name is Durante, yeah. and I'm, you know, making pizza. I'm, I'm making the pizzas here. Mama Pizza. Yeah. Oh, oh. Mama, Mama Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. Mama Katie's soon. Mama Kate Kate sludge pies. <laughs> you gotta love them. Um, okay, let's move. Uh, on. Let's cut that out. Why? <laughs> uh, We're keeping all take, this. We're keeping all the care. terrible stuff in. 
And we're going to be canceled by the end of this episode. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that wouldn't be my first time. All right, let's take another quick break and we'll get into some real news after this. And we're back. Let's talk briefly about Justin Timberlake um, because old ramen head is filming <laughs> a movie in New Orleans and was spotted cozying up to his co-star Alicia Wainwright at a bar. Now, Caitlin, when you came in, mm-hmm. I showed you the video yeah. because look, these are the photos, Nick. This is what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. There was some little hand holding going yeah. on and that's not Jessica Biel. And this is another one, little, little touch and go here. That's a full on hand Hand in hand, okay. touching. Yep, uh, I've and, seen the evidence. Yep, you've seen the evidence. Uh, do you need any more, or have you come to a decision? No, I read. Uh, I read about it. Okay. I, I hadn't seen the pictures. Yeah, um, but uh, I've come to a decision. Okay, now what I will say is, the, both parties deny anything is going on, mm-hmm. okay. which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we all know Justin Timberlake is known to <laughs> leave a woman in the lurch when it when he gets in hot water. Uh, Janet Jackson. Um, so I'm curious to know what happens here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I will say this. I don't. We obviously don't have evidence that they're having an affair. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't have that. What we do have evidence of is that he definitely has weird, sad, drunk with flirty eyes vibe. Okay. So here's my opinion. Okay. Harmless. Mm-hmm. Harmless. Mm-hmm. I. You never held a friend's hand. Just That's, that was going to be my general like I, you know affection, human contact. It's important. It doesn't necessarily sure. have to be sexual. It could just be like a platonic, friendly yeah. uh-huh. gesture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. working on a movie together, mm-hmm. and they probably they have a very close relationship at the moment. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. there's lots of people around. There's he's getting photographed every minute of his life. Mm-hmm. This is what they got. Did you see the video though? You watched the video? No. When you watch the video. You can tell a to me it seems like it could be innocent, like more just like you're drunk and kind of being affectionate with someone, maybe maybe to the chagrin of your partner. Uh, but there are times when he did this. He sips his drink, and you know when you've seen somebody so drunk they drink their drink like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what I'm doing for <laughs> those of you because yes. this is a podcast when you have your head tilted down the yeah, whole time, like and you're, you're asleep, trying, but you're yeah, still trying to drink. He was doing that and like. Uh, look, I'm not here to accuse a man of anything, but I what I would say is like not a good look. I think people. That's I think he's really good at being a celebrity. I think he's been able to keep this together for 25 years, and I don't think this was the slip up that you know we caught him. I just don't think there's anything here. At one stage, he grabbed her hand and rested it on his knee. She then gently started stroking his leg. Then he clutched her hand with both of his and was playing with her hands. Um, maybe they were rehearsing a scene for the next day. <laughs> what are you, his PR person? <laughs> <laughs> they play love interests of each yeah. other. Yeah, they're just getting their chemistry Look, going. Yeah. For Justif- their justified scene. is one of the greatest albums, so you know he's justified. He's probably his took I mean, her hand, he he caressed it, he put it on his knee, and looked deep into her eyes and said, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." But I am in love with the most beautiful woman <laughs> in the world. With Jessica Biel. Now, please, get your hands away with me, you brute. Or maybe it's... Uh, He's innocent. Future Sex Love Sounds, his other great album. Oh, yeah. When then they're going to... Did you like... What do you? What's your favorite Justin Timberlake album? I think that one. I'm an Future old head, so Justified is one of my favorites. I see. Mm. Wow. What about I'm you? I'm a no-strings-attached guy. Oh, and sync, are mm-hmm. we? Ah. Yeah, that's right. Wait, do you are do, do you like Justin Timberlake? Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you? 
He's in Trolls for crying he's, out loud. Yeah, he's, he's, he's incredible. in Trolls, like as himself, or he's the voice. No, of a he's troll. one of the voices of the Trolls. I haven't seen any Trolls movies, but oh, I, I haven't either. The feeling. Yeah, that's for Trolls, isn't it's it? Great song. Yeah, he's in charge of the music for the second uh, movie. Okay. Hold on. You're a Justin Timberlake fan, aren't you? <laughs> of course. I mean, what? No, like a fan, though. You're not, like, casual with it. Um, look, I'm, I am I read. <laughs> I uh, I just, you what know. Mean, I'm, I'm, I Wait, hold on. What is that the well, beginning of an explanation? That's well, why I, I read. know about the troll thing. I'm I don't literate, know. too. I, <laughs> I'm literate as well. I can read Instagram <laughs> captions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very likable. He's got curly hair. I like that. Yeah. Um. He's got a lot of hits. Oh, you I like dye, that. You should dye your hair like Justin's. Holy shit! Insane. You know what? I, I did that. You did for a bit. Well, yeah, in college, I definitely did that. Like to be like Justin Timberlake? No. Or just, you just be like, I'm gonna you, dye my hair. Yeah, you dye your hair because yeah. yeah. yeah I, wanna... I thought you were being like, I'm gonna be ramen head, Justin. No. With like tinted rose glasses. No. Also, I'm. You know, I think I'm probably more into more into Backstreet Boys. I mean, I was oh, are too. You? Yeah. I'm... Well, you know, I'm probably. You know, maybe it was just like a year older. You know. Okay. So. Yeah. To Something me. To about. Who's your favorite uh, Backstreet Boy? Say it on three. One, two, three. Howie. Brian. Okay. You, you said Brian? I said Howie. Oh, you said Brian. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first one I could think of. Oh. Kevin. Oh, yeah, they're all in there. Yeah, no, yeah. Kevin. Bri- Brian's the right answer. I, yeah, I'm okay. sorry. What were you saying before we interrupted oh, you with our yeah, love of uh, Backstreet geez, Boys? The woman's talking here. Sorry, um, Mrs. Luttrell. <laughs> uh, I think Backstreet Boys, like the sum of the parts is... Like as a whole, they are better than In Sync, but In Sync has some better individual, like the you know the mm-hmm. more the, better solo stuff. Yeah, from In Sync. You wonder but only why just that one guy with Justin Timberlake. You you wonder how Chris Kirkpatrick got in that group yeah. when you, when you look at him and you think well clearly he's uh, he's insanely old and odd looking. <laughs> And he had weird cyber dreads. But if you <laughs> if you uh, you know I I I watched that uh, that documentary the the. Uh, the one about uh, mm-hmm. the on. guy, <laughs> the manager. What's oh, Lou Perlman? Lou Perlman, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you see some old footage pictures of Chris Kirkpatrick. Damn, that dude was cute. Was he cute? He was so cute. And what? When, huh? when he got hired, you know? You oh. see, just like, it's not a question anymore. Like, why'd they put that guy in the group? Well, they didn't put that guy in the group. They put a cute, you know, 17-year-old in the group. Yeah. Wait, so what did he look like? They're like, hey man, you need to grow these weird fucking predator braids. Kinda. And I mean predator the the character of the yeah. movie, not oh, a the predator. Alien. Yeah, the yeah alien. and you need to wear these like, like weird dreadlocks. These uh uh They made him look like a fool. Ski goggles. Yeah, didn't he look like the f- I guess that was his That was thing, his thing. His yeah. angle. Well, He's like, I mean, we've all seen Josie and the Pussycats, right? There's that montage in that movie when they get famous or they like they get signed to a record deal and they have to like give them all makeovers and mm. they like you know, they do that to stars. They, like, give them this whole image. So, that, yeah, they just made him look like a stupid idiot, I guess. <laughs> They're like, you're into hacky sacking with glow sticks in the <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> How many Josie and the Pussycats has there been? Are we at three boot yet? Movies? Yeah, no, just, just the one just with the Rachel one. Lee Cook. So there needs to be a sequel and a trequel. I like the idea that the person involved in giving Chris Kirkpatrick a look only only worked in entertainment for one day. Right. <laughs> they came in and they did him. And they're like, ah, no, you're out of here. But it's too late with him because we did late. the photo shoot. Yeah, it is what it is. Sorry, dressed him like that. That's his brand. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, means the world to Miles. He he needs your validation, folks. 
Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.